If you are a doctor and you want to do something for people's life, it's wonderful. But we are just um, regular people with, with a heart to want to make a difference in the lives of people. And we go ahead and do it. We, we had no idea what is it that we can do, how can we help. We're just two people and we're thinking <laughs> there's so much need. There's truly so much need from the time I got off the plane. To see the little kids begging and to see the little kids trying to sell whatever they can and, and most of them don't go to school. And so right away we knew that it's the children that need us. We needed to do something about the children. My name is Suleiman Ba, but I go by um, Saul. I am a former Muslim, and I'm involved with the Ministry of Share Blessing, um, helping people in Gambia, my, where I originally came from. My name is Manuela Ba, and I am originally from Romania. My husband and I are involved with um, Share Blessing Ministry in Gambia, West Africa. I met my wife um, through work and she invited me over to her church and that changed my life. It just changed my life. It totally um, changed the way I look at stuff. Instead of looking at what I can gather for myself, I wanted to, uh, when I became a Christian, I wanted to go back to my home country and help people. But I didn't even know what that meant. I went to Gambia for the first time in 2001, actually, and nothing prepared me for what I saw when I went there. I didn't know anything about Muslim people. Um, I didn't know where Gambia was. I had to look it up on the map. I didn't know absolutely anything about Africa. And so um, we, we just nurtured that, that seed that was in our heart to really go and, and do something for the people in Gambia. And he's told me a lot about how poor people are. And most of them don't go to school because they, they have to help the family to survive somehow. Our original thought was maybe an orphanage, but uh, we realized very quickly that there's not really orphans left on the street in Gambia. They are very uh, family-oriented. The immediate family is going to take them in and raise them. Where they, whether they have the means or not, they would just take them in. It's very hard for them to educate the children. And then we realized, okay, they are not orphans, but what is the next immediate need for these families? And we realized it's education. I've talked with people that would say, if I had this amount of money, if I had this kind of provision, this is what I'm going to do. I say, well, you don't have to wait till you have that. I still pinch myself once in a while to see where God, where we started and where we are today, what God can do in the lives of people. We have 270 kids and 14 staff members at Emmanuel Mission School in Gambia that are going to school, not because of Saul and Manuela, but because we said yes to something that uh, we have in our heart that God called us to do. You don't need to have a whole bunch of money millions of dollars or anything. You just have to see what you have in your hand and go and do it. And practically, that's what we did. Whether it's $3 or it's $20, you know, you start there. 
I remember my first night there, I just cried the whole night. I was thinking, what was I thinking? I am this, you know, little Romanian woman thinking that God called me to Gambia to, to do something, to make a difference. What in the world can I do? And I, I felt like God speaking to me that and, and showing me that just one child at a time, just one person in front of you, whatever you have in front of you. So the next morning I got up and I, I had um, taken like bagfuls of um, Band-Aids, Neosporin, Tylenol, just all, you know, first aid, things like that. And I went in front of the house and actually in front of the, the mosque at, at their family compound. And I just sat there underneath a tree and on a bench and I started just uh, bandaging the kids in the neighborhood. The ones that were coming for the food too, then they would come and I would just bandage the kids for six, seven, eight hours sometimes. I would sit there underneath the tree and just bandage the kids and, and give them toothpaste and toothbrushes and they thought they were just in heaven. Um, I went there on a scouting trip. My wife actually sent me there um, to go and look at what we can do. And the main purpose was to go and share um, my new faith with those people. But when I went there, I saw so much of the physical needs that those people needed. How can you start talking to somebody about um, God and Christ without meeting their physical need first? And I remember still in my in my head is saying, what do you have in your hand? I saw a lady at the corner of a street that was selling um, porridge, and I w wanted to help the lady. The idea wasn't to really feed the children, but I wanted to help. So I bought the whole porridge um, for about $3. Well, I saw some kids playing in the neighborhood, so I asked them if they were hungry. They said yes. I remember even when we, uh, when I put that bowl of porridge together, the kids in the neighborhood were fighting over it. When I left on that trip, we started sending fifty dollars a month to have that lady cook um, three times what she cooked that day to start feed the feeding program to feed the kids on a daily basis. That's yeah. how um, this whole thing that we're doing in Gambia started. The miracle of it all is that what we experience is when we started, we, we had so little, but from what we had, we gave. And the more we gave, the more God gave us. It was so um, obvious and it was so real and it was so, it, it, it is, and it's what's happening today. The more we give, the more we give of ourselves even, the more God is blessing us. And it's an experience that you just have to live through it to, to see how, what a blessing it is. We cannot change or, or help everybody, but at least the kids that we have at the school now, 270 kids that are getting an education, that are being in an um, environment where they have a schedule, they have um, structure, instead of having um, to run around waiting for the parents to come from work. But I remember being on the plane and coming back home now, and we were supposed to come back within a few months and open the school, and I was thinking, what are we thinking? Okay, when you build a building, it's easy, kind of. You know, you have control over it because it's brick by brick and layer by layer. And if you don't have the money, you stop. But what are we doing now? You have children that are, we left them there to register to come to school on, in September. And then you're saying, okay, we're hiring people and we have no money. What are we going to do? Now we're talking about people's lives. We're not talking about bricks. 
um, I remember God just reminding me of the story in the Bible of Noah when he told him to, to just build the ark. And then he brought the rain, he brought the animals, he did everything else. Noah just had to do that, take that step of faith and build the ark and believe in God. And so that's what I felt that, okay, God told us to build a school. And somebody gave us the idea, why don't you just have a sponsorship program for the kids to be sponsored for like $25 a month and to cover the expenses of, you know, being, and we're like, wow, but how are we going to do that? Who's going to sponsor the kids? It all came together. It's, it's just wonderful to see how people are um, willing to, to invest in the children and in people's lives in Gambia. There's many ways to get involved, I guess, whether you go, whether you uh, sponsor a child to change their lives, whether you have connections to um, different places that would donate to for the things that we need to for the school. The, you know, those kids need somebody to hold them. They need their attention from, from adults. Come along and just we can. Um, they need somebody to play with and, or read them a book. You know, simple things like that. It doesn't always have to be somebody who knows how to build a building or knows how to um, be a doctor and, and do the medical stuff, but just loving on to those children. That's what we need more than anything else. It starts right there. When we go there and just pay, just being involved with the kids and just holding them and, and bandaging a wound and, and show them that we care, these kids are just stuck to us and they, they just cannot get enough of us, of, of our attention and um, all the volunteers that we've had that came with us to Gambia, that's one thing that they noticed that the kids are just starved for love and attention. It was a Sunday. We were going to church and we we're thinking a name. We don't have a name. So after writing down on a piece of paper, paper many names, you know, we we're kind of passing it from, from uh, one to another to see what, what the name is. All of a sudden, one of us wrote shared blessings. And we looked at it and we said, this is it. We are sharing our blessing. We are sharing what God had blessed us with in this wonderful country and we are sharing we want to share what God has done in our lives with other people in, in Gambia and we want to share the fact that he changed our lives he changed the way that we look at life he changed our hearts not to be self-centered but in turn to go and help others Thank you.